Listener supported. WNYC Studios. There are so many parts of our lives that happen to you every single day that other people are not looking at as inspiration for a podcast. And I'm daring all of you here to try to put all of those other places of inspiration into your shows. Kristen Meinzer is a co-host of By the Book, a podcast that takes its inspiration from self-help books. She's also adapted reality TV and exercise apps into podcasts. I'm Tansy DeVega, and this is Work It, the podcast, a compilation of some of the best moments from the live event. In this episode, Kristen talks about why looking for new sources of inspiration leads to unique audio and new audiences. Oh my God, hey everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to see all of you brilliant, beautiful people out here. My name is Kristen Meinzer, and I host a podcast called By the Book. It is a reality show in podcast form. My co-host and good friend Jolenta Greenberg and I live by a different self-help book in each episode of the show, where we eat what they tell us to eat, dress as they tell us to dress, take on the sexual habits with our husbands that they tell us we have to take on. We do everything that these horrible books tell us to do and record ourselves along the way so you can hear how they're destroying our lives. So the show is called By the Book. Um, That's my introduction of myself. And next slide, please. I just want to preface all of this by making clear that I love public radio. I love WNYC, which is sponsoring this wonderful event. I got my start, uh, my audio start of my career was at WNYC. I love public radio. Look at this guy up there, American treasure, Ira Glass. Who doesn't love him? I love him. And Jad Abumron, I we've had great talks in the elevator back when I worked at WNYC. He was the nicest guy. Public radio is fantastic. It tells great stories. It teaches us wonderful things about structure, about humanity, about how to relay intimate parts of people's lives in a wonderful way. I have nothing negative to say about public radio. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's move on to the next slide. All right, let's talk a little bit about public radio. So, yes, public radio is great, but it's not all things to all people. You may know this, you may not know this, but um, 30 million average weekly listeners tune into NPR, but let's look at the competitors here. In TV, Americans watch more than seven hours and 50 minutes of TV per household every single day. Netflix, I'm willing to bet almost everybody in this room if I said, do you have a Netflix account? Probably you can, yeah, you probably all watch Netflix, right? And then YouTube, just to give you an example of how many people are watching YouTube, just this one channel alone, which I've never heard of, PewDiePie, I think is how it's pronounced, 68 million people subscribe just to that channel alone. There are a lot of other things going on in the world that are not public radio. So, next slide, please. Here's the big question. Only 26% of Americans have listened to a podcast in the past month. And the question is, how do we meet the other 74% of the listeners where they are? These 74% of potential podcast listeners. And my suggestion, based on what we just saw on the last slide, 
is to stop trying to imitate public radio. Next slide, please. So I'm going to walk you through some ideas that are um, of shows that actually exist that draw their inspiration from places that are not public radio. Just to give you an idea of some of the other places we can be looking. The first, of course, is my show that I co-host, By the Book, and we're going to play you a clip of an episode when we were living by French Women Don't Get Fat. Now, that book begins with what's called The Tough Weekend, where you have to live for three days only on the water that comes off of boiled leeks. So you boil a bunch of leeks, and then you're allowed to eat the water, which is called leek soup, even though it's just water that came off of leeks. And if you get so famished that you're about to faint, you're allowed to have little bits of those leeks out of the boiled water. And there is actually a place you can go to if you get even more desperate and those little bits of leeks aren't helping you, you can put a little bit of olive oil on those leeks if things get very, very bad. Now, my co-host, Jolenta, uh, did not realize that portion where you could move forward to where you can actually have olive oil on the leeks. So here she is in this episode of the show at the point when she realizes you can put olive oil on the leeks. This is, I think, day three for her living on this. We'll play this clip. Brad did make me revisit the book to see if I had any other options other than just starving myself in protest. And it turns out I did not see the part where Marie says you can drizzle a little bit of olive oil over your boiled leeks. Your and sad I, boiled leeks. I flipped the fuck out when I found this out. Oh my God, it's so much better. by that book. Please don't live by that book. Now, when Jolenta and I set out to make this show, reality TV was our inspiration. Both she and I love reality TV. I love a show where you're being forced to marry a stranger. I love a show where you're being forced to do obstacle courses that might kill you. We both love reality TV. But at the time when we launched the show, it seemed that there were no other podcasts out there that were taking their inspiration from reality TV, even though that's the most watched genre on TV. Think about the seven hours and 50 minutes that a household is watching TV a day. How many of those folks are watching reality TV? How few podcasts are actually trying to take that model and turn them into a show? Think about that. Let's move on to another show that is taking um, an unusual source of inspiration for um, how it's made. So this show called The Walk was, it's an immersive fiction podcast by Naomi Alderman. I don't know if any of you have read The Power. Please read The Power. That's a book that she wrote. She's fantastic. So this show began as a fitness app by the game company Six to Start. It was funded by the British National Health Service. And originally, it was just a game. It was an app that was supposed to make you exercise. You would walk, and you'd hear more of the story. You'd walk, and you'd hear more of the story. And then uh, at Panoply, we kind of 
remade it so that it would be one singular podcast and you would become the main character in the story just by listening to it. So here's a clip from the first episode of The Walk. Come on, walk this way, don't run. If they're here, that'll just draw attention. I should be able to get you out of the city at least. Man reading a paper, four o'clock, don't look now. He's followed us up the platform. Now he's following us back down. He's the burn. Woman at nine o'clock, taking a long time over her croissant. Could be burn. It's only going to get worse from here. Oh, damn, the police already. I didn't think they'd be here so quickly. Not as bad as the burn, but we can't let them clock you. I heard about that trouble you had in Shanghai last year. Don't want to repeat of that. Come with me. Side exit. Madam. Don't look back. Just ignore him. Keep walking. So that's a very tense show. The more you walk, the more the story is given to you. The fact is that you just stumbled, according to the story, into a situation where you got handed files that you have to walk to another country. And you are given the code name Walker, which is cute, and you just walk and walk and walk and listen to the story. And it actually does, I find, give you the same sort of service as the original exercise app planned to make you walk to hear a story because the more you listen, I found the, the brisker and brisker my walk gets as you go along and things get more and more insane around you. All right, let's move on to the next slide here. So um, YOY is a show that I absolutely love. I'm sure a lot of people here have heard it. And Andrea Salenzi, the great Andrea Salenzi, took inspiration from so many places when she was making this show. Uh, everything from uh, fictional elements were included in her show to eavesdropping on other people's dates. Uh, she would put herself in first-person situations. She would do confessionals. But one thing that I thought was fantastic that she did toward the final months of her show existing were blind Skype dates. So it was opened up to listeners around the country. Do you want to be set up on a blind date with somebody else? It will all take place over Skype. We will record it and then play it back for our listeners so they can hear all of the awkwardness, all the sparks, everything as they happen. And so um, let's play a clip of one of those blind Skype dates. Now it's time for another blind Skype date. This week we have Travis and Zanira. He's 25, she's 23, and they both live in Austin, Texas. They spoke late at night on a Friday, and right from the moment they first met, you can hear them smiling at each other through the screen. Hello. Hey, hi. Hi, I'm Travis. I'm Zanira. Hi, Zanira. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Uh, yeah, pretty sure they like each other. My first question, it's a little like I dive in like really deep, is have you ever doubted your career choice and how did you deal with that doubt? Mm, I'll say yes. I don't have a career in the general sense. Uh, the place that I, makes me money is my job. Music is the thing that I'm really passionate about. And there's definitely been times when I was like, man, I have maybe made some decisions that made my life harder that were, you know, for that. Like, that's why I moved to Austin was for music, which, yeah, I know. I know. Another Austin band person. Go figure. 
No, there's, there's no judgment. I'm a big supporter of the arts. Okay. Um, that actually sounds like a real date that I've been on. I've been on like millions of real dates in my life like that. I met my husband on Tinder, um, and, um, and I just love that Andrea decided to capture a little bit of what happens to all of us who choose to go out in the world and put our hearts out there in some of the most realistic and awkward ways, taking inspiration from all of the parts of life that aren't normally featured on a public radio show. Um, so, next slide, please. So, this is my challenge to all of you here. Where else can you look for inspiration? There are so many places out there to look. YouTube, Snapchat, video games, Netflix, game shows, professional sports, more. There are so many parts of our lives that happen to you every single day that other people are not looking at as inspiration for a podcast. And I'm daring all of you here to try to put all of those other places of inspiration into your shows. Next slide, please. So here's the fact of the matter. Um, I've received hundreds of pitches over the years while I worked at Panoply, when I was at WNYC, before all of that, when I made TV for uh, VH1 and um, have when I've been consulting companies on the podcast they want to make and so on. And Nearly half of the people who pitch shows to me list This American Life, Radio Lab, or Serial as either the inspiration for their show or what they aspire to make. They constantly list these three shows, nearly half. But will creating another This American Life or Radio Lab actually capture all of those people who every day when they come home choose to turn on the TV instead? They choose to go on Netflix instead. They choose to go on Snapchat instead. That's the vast majority of Americans out there. That is 74% of people. Those are the people who aren't listening to podcasts right now. So I am challenging you to be more expansive in what inspires you. I know that everybody in this room, all of you are full of brilliant ideas. Of, you're full of exciting stories. You have unique parts of you that only you are an expert in. You are all experts in yourselves. You are all experts in great stories that aren't being told right now. You don't have to emulate public radio. Even though public radio is great, you have other amazing things inside of you that the world is waiting for. So please, tap into those other inspirational parts of yourself and bring those to the world. That was Kristen Meinzer speaking at the 2018 Work It Festival. Both the festival and the podcast are produced by WNYC Studios and are made possible by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Event sponsors include Spotify, Captera, Stitcher, Art19, Pandora, Himalaya, and Yale School of Management. <laughs>